You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And welcome to another episode of Your Dose of Death Podcast. Thank you for sticking with us for the little break. We're doing some internal review, as I like to call it, of the future of said podcast. And of course, I'm back with none other than my esteemed co-host with the most and somehow dealing with a freaking bum knee as we speak, Mike Servino. Uh A bum knee and cut knee. and Just a bum knee. Just a bum knee. Uh, I got bone marrow surgery, which is my back sore. Oh, yeah. And my leg sore. I'm just not, I'm falling apart. You're falling apart. And you're only 28 years old. I know, dude. I I fucked up. I forgot to tell you. When I cut my knee at ICW, I super glued it. But I I re-super glued it yesterday, and I put too much on. So the super glue, like, ran down the side of my leg Uh... and dried. Skin and it's like it's it really isn't it, feels, uh, it hurts bad. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you sir had a rough one. I mean, I had a rough one. Caught up to me finally. This is this is this is the life we live as people let film this shit. So, well, I just thought that for like people were making fun of me on social media saying why are you wearing shorts to film a death match. <laughs> nothing really has happened bad in the like last two years. So I thought like. It probably won't happen, but it did. And I cut my my knee during the Eric Ryan match, and it and um it was very painful. Of course, it's like an Eric Ryan match that you get cut during. I mean, my my joke is with Bobby Beverly always getting cut during his matches, and I think years is always an Eric Ryan match. I feel like for some weird reason. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but speaking of ICW, what a hell of a show! That was a blast. Was it blast. was, even though I was like uh, trying to hold in a, a wound. A wound. A, a wound. Still a blast. Uh, Edith from ICW was like, "Go backstage and get wrapped up, and like we need to get you cleaned up." And I'm like, "No, like Tara's about to come on, and like I know, it, and I knew it was going to happen, which I guess was like, I knew what the plan was. <laughs> it's like I'm not going back there and missing it. Of course. I mean, um. Really, it was just, it was a really cool, I thought is, I I always feel this way, and I'm not trying to be, not trying to bury everyone else that runs with the heart, but like, ICW really makes the heart ballroom like that special. I think they're the people that found the heart ballroom. So I always think it's the, you know, when I think of that, I think of ICW. Yeah, Um, I mean, it just, it's the showboat. It is. It's just crazy to me. Um, the the way the show went, in my opinion, I, I just thought it was a very well done show. It, it had everything. It had debuts. It had nostalgia pops because Pondo and Shadow get a pop. Pondo, of yeah, and Shadow. Sh- Shadow was good. Shadow. Was Pondo good. coming out seventy pounds lighter from. I feel like I feel like every show he's getting like thirty pounds lighter. Yeah, he got the stomach surgery. And he said oh, he did? Okay. Well. Yeah. Good for um, him. 
but yeah, that that show was really cool. We're, of course, we're talking about NHB volume fifty. Yeah, fifty six. I was trying to pull up the um, card here. Um, I'll say something a little controversial. I'm kind of happy Sammy Callahan didn't come. I uh, I didn't I, care to see it. He's not I, a deathmatch wrestler. He wasn't going to use any glass. He wasn't going to go that route. So I, I just didn't have any interest in seeing it. I mean, I would have loved to see because I feel like Tremont Callahan is a dream match, and I. I, then again, we all said the same thing about Lufisa coming to the chains, and she like went balls to the wall, like. So you never know. Well, I got confirmed that yeah, he wasn't going to. Oh really? Yeah. So I didn't care that he wasn't there, and I um, just I don't know. I feel like I feel like the Callahan Killdozer gimmick would have they would have clashed with each other weird. Yeah, but I also like Jimmy and him murdered it, and I, uh, that's that's just what I would rather see. Not yeah, and um, and I know I'm I'm in the minority, but. and I mean Kirk and Reed was a hell of an opener, by the way. That was a hell of an opener. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I also liked uh, Ride and Cruel um, was terrifying. That and uh, the main event. No, there was one that I really liked. Um, obviously, I like Tara. And Murdoch going at it. Uh, uh, there was a lot of people who were like, "Who is Tara Zeb?" Me and you both both known her for a while. I, I still Jimmy was my favorite match, but yes, um, we've known her. Yeah. Like, and I mean, when I I I, I want to go back, kind of like peel the curtain a bit when Danny both showed us the graphic for this match. I was surprised. Yeah, he was trying to have me guess, and I didn't guess her because I didn't yeah. think that she was going to do something like that. Um, and it was kind of surprising, yeah. It just and she looked good. I mean, I she's used to ropes, so I think a lot of her moveset was a little hindered. But of course, the chains that hinders everyone's movesets. But she did like that tope she did was one of the cleanest I've seen in the chains. Yeah, that was dope. Uh, that was that was one of the cleanest tope suicidas I've ever seen done in the chains. Did a code red. That code road. That code red was real nice. Like Murdoch was like the first perfect first opponent. Like Murdoch loves the intergender matches. Mm-hmm. He could do them well. Um, Danny Atticus, I did not think they would be able to surpass what they did the first match. That was pretty good. That was pretty uh, good. I, I thought this was the better of the two. Oh, for sure. Um, and I, I think this is the best Danny's looked in a little bit. I, I mean, as much as his body, we know his body is not 100% anymore. Yeah, no. This was like a storyline kind of driven and, show. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad it was a storyline driven show because sometimes Deathmatch Wrestling falls into the trap of which just – Take do everything in the, under the sun with the weapons and stuff, but I like when there's a story involved. They had Redacted and Hoodfoot like fighting after, like yeah, that the extracurriculars like they were. They were di- Foley with I'm Tara. really, I'm really surprised that Redacted d- did not win. I will be honest. I thought he was going to be crowned champ. It, it seemed like at, at certain points he was going to win. So that, that was a good match, and they incorporated again that like, the nunchucks were like, sick. That the was nun- sick. They had obviously Danny and Atticus. Yeah, it was like a more story into it was and, change show. And I, I like that. The also like I like that like there's tag teams. Yeah, I, I've never really I haven't I don't think I've seen a tag team match in the chains before. Well, I, there's been times where they've advertised them and they just don't happen. I know they I know in Indianapolis they're gonna do the rejects versus four four oh. 
but then that that show didn't happen. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it's good to see like multi man matches in the chains. It, it, it mixes it up. So yeah, I, I like mean, that. three Tommy. That, um, they're great together. I mean, it, 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 they're they're just good together. I mean, Detroit's finest, the Pillars, baby. Um, really fun stuff. And I mean, Otis Coger is a tough customer because I, I won't get to the RPW show that I was filming at, but he he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna come out with this, this giant wrap in my arm and like just do a little run in here and there. Yeah. He he is one of the toughest people I've ever seen in deathmatch wrestling. So, um, but overall, really good show. Really good show from 56. Um, and of course, the big news, Atticus did lose. So he is committed to no holds barred for the foreseeable future. Don't know what that, to the extent that is, but he is going to be doing the, he just got to add to the UK shows. Yeah, he's going to the Games of Death. And, yeah, um, to Games of Death weekend, baby. I want to see I want to see him and Clint Margera. I want to see him and Clint Margera. I don't care what anyone else says. I want to see Atticus Clint Margera. Yeah, that would be good. Two, sure. re- two really good technical wrestlers. Um, that's gonna be a really that's gonna be really cool. I can't believe that's gonna be in February. Jeez, we're already at the end of the year. Yeah, it's it's moving fast. Um, what else? And then of course GCW's got the NGI weekend, which is coming up, which. Due to some family commitments and stuff, I will not be able to come. It's it pains my heart, but I hope everyone has a killer time at NGI. Lauren's going deep sea fishing in Venezuela. So he's yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I'm going deep sea fishing. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, I mean, listen, NGI will be back in Chicago next year as per Brad, and I'm holding him to that. But I will probably be at the Talia Hall show, the Chicago show. Looks really good. So I'm going to a holiday special on Thursday. tomorrow. Tomorrow is the I like don't I I thought it was like on Friday and I'm like fuck something. Yeah, so, um so who I'm just trying to see here. So the NGI returning. It's a great field. This is a really good field for the NGI. I like that it's you got some a mix of some new and old. I mean Jacob Fatu, Emerson Jane, Wakamatsu, Violento. I'm curious with Jimmy now. Is he gonna do like the deathmatch royalty gimmick during the NG? He better. Hilarious. Masha's Masha's gonna be in. I think she's one of my picks. Masha. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then Miedo, Johnny Murdoch, and of course Risa Sarah. Um so for Risa. I would too, but I, I, I think um it's gonna be really good. Um but yeah, I mean that week is me, and of course Gage Kasai, the 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 dream match finally happens after God knows how long we've been waiting and begging for it. And the tickets have not been moving. Um, I, and- New Year's is here's the thing: New Year's is just a weird weekend. I, I I think I understand that. Like New Year's is just a weird weekend for wrestling in general, because also you have the festival going on in Massachusetts. I'll pull this up right now. Like just I was feel free. The last two New Year's shows when I was at fifty New Year's Day. Yeah. Fifty six nights. Let's see. Was it yeah, it was fifty six nights. Let's see how many rows they had. About I was curious about it. They had a 
Looks like two rows or three. Yeah, it's just New Year's yeah. is very like iffy because people, some people just don't want to travel or they're Why traveling somewhere New Year's warm. Or... Eve one in twenty twenty like two, and I hated it. No offense, Brett. <laughs> um, it, was it was one of the worst GCW shows I've ever seen. Was that the one that like went to like past midnight or whatever? And... That fucking raver came out. And he was all fucked. Oh up. god, yeah. I don't need to remind me. Dragged on for like four and a half hours. No, the 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 the, 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 we, the weirdest ladder ever conceived in yeah, a wrestling match. <laughs> this was not a good show. And then when it was done, I thought I was gonna hang out with like everybody. We were gonna like, and, then, and everyone went to like into their rooms to smoke weed and it was fucking super lame. And I was sitting there like in the hotel room alone on New Year's Eve, like oh. this. Stuff. Like, no, I'll never go to another New Year's Eve show. I guess NGI. Um, uh, yeah, that was not a fun show. Yeah. Um, that's just weird. New Year's is always a weird time for wrestling in general. I feel like it's just, it's a weird time. It's specifically for Atlantic city because Atlantic city on New Year's is a destination in the Northeast to go, um out so everything's like ungodly expensive there yeah of course chicago's um, the same way dude. So it's just odd that a wrestling shows around I, I, yeah i would i mean it's not up to me and i don't know everything but i would i would have another date if i were running uh, yeah show. new year's is just i don't know yeah it's just whatever but anyways the last it's happening i mean it'll be a good time for y'all um i was gonna say oh the other thing um remington roar won the deathmatch gauntlet on uncharted territory i don't yes, know if you saw it. that yeah or yeah that's mo- crap's monday yeah but no he won the deathmatch gauntlet i'm so happy for him of course he's a podcast sponsored athlete so he beat he beat Ch- be chondo in the final he beat chondo poor chondo uh, i know um and i think it's gonna be bam Sullivan versus remington at the next h2o show for the danny havoc belt the d havoc belt yeah i mean um what else was i gonna say that that by the way that mexico that zona 23 versus gcw show looks sick i need to, I need to go. yeah i got some videos from it that look pretty dope yeah I it, um been able to load any of these shows on my tv um what was i gonna say so yeah no, i gotta talk about the rpw show i was at since well, i was dude so guess what chicken butt yeah so I came into work today and like no one was like really there and they were like, Oh, like everybody's like all sick, like a bunch of people test positive for COVID. Oh geez. So I hope that I don't have COVID and I can make next week. Best wish was a Danny who has COVID. Oh yeah. Her. He texted me at like an hour after that and was like, Go get tested. I was like, oh, uh, Um Okay. I want so I wanna to get to this RPW show. Well, I filmed it, so at Whiteout, I got, I got to talk about Whiteout because Bossman Chris is a big listener. You were there, or you, you were... I was filming, I was... So, this was probably the coolest show I've ever been a part of. Like, I, like no ring shows are no ring shows, but this was done at a freaking skate park. And if Casanova Valentine is telling you that this is the coolest venue you've done for a no ring show, you best damn believe him. It was because it was like you could run off the sides. It was so funny. I don't want to peel the curtain back too much on this, but like literally, like they had to have a whole meeting about which parts of the skate park they could use and which parts they couldn't, because they're like we don't want to like run to like the same spots. But um, 
we had so I mean I'm gonna go off like Remington where Randy West was a hot starter. Um Randy West was loving the the rails. It was just so funny with her. Like just a lot of innovative offense from her. And a Remington, this was his first one over Randy West in RPW. Like he had lost two times before, so it was kind of nice. And I know from what I've been told, he is going to bring the kamikaze belt to Japan in the future to defend it. Was this skate park? Lines. Yeah, line skate park. That's funny. I wonder if they got all the glass off. They, they they did it, and it just so people know how hardworking Chris Kohlenberg is, he literally went the day after the show to do some extra cleanup. Dude, I, I just think it's possible he, to take it up. Yeah, like we literally were there till like one in the morning, like making sure it was cleaned up, and then like Chris went back at Sunday. So um, yeah, Randy Remington was real fun. Um, I thought my match of the night though was Nathan Mowry Judge Joe Dread. Nathan, oh, yeah, they absolutely killed it this was just gross like the one clip that i put and i i, I like still like kind of get shivers when i look at it is when it was like the little like ramp and like nathan's head was like on it and like dread put a light tube he was like trying to do a guillotine shot and he misses there. you're here there um dread tries oh Okay. Um, I'm here. Um, so Dread was trying to do the guillotine shot and like he misses, but like the tube goes like in his arm. And I, I we were all we all were like, please tell me he's not like cut bad and like but he what wasn't cut bad, right? Yeah. Um, I'll get to that in a second because I've seen some gross stuff that that might be up there. Um, yeah, it looked like a complete accident too. No, it was an accident. Heater's just on bar. Let's just say Heater's on borrowed time. Like we're just gonna set, go with that because okay. Otis is gonna be Otis is gonna give him an ass kicking again. That was a that was one of the stiffest matches I've seen. Like Heater, I don't know. Have you met Hardway Heater? No, I met Otis though. Like, yeah, we've all met Otis, but like here, like he's a tall dude. He's like six one, six two. He's a tall dude, and like he's not that like built, but he's got big arms. Like those forearm shots that him and Otis were exchanging, like in the bar fight spot, those were gross. I'm like I'm like like kneeling down next to it, and I'm like, I feel gross just filming this. Um, they, they were laying into each other. They were. And like Otis was yelling at him, like, is that all you got? Okay, I love what that happened. Like they really worked well. I mean, like, there's the one, I don't know if you saw like the double like light tube shot by Otis where he was like playing them like drums. And I'm like, oh my god. That was um, like a show. It was a fun one. And um, yeah, Maori Dread, that that um Phoenix driver or the Michinoku driver off the chairs was really sick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hoodfoot and Zach Thomas went hard too. Like that was Zach Thomas. Like he doesn't do deathmatch as much. Like he's a, one of the tag champs. But like that skateboard on the back shot is like so cool. I, I need that video. Yeah, I'm getting it to you. Um, but um, in all honesty, I mean the other match that was really fun was um. The um, Casanova of Time and match was real fun. That was a real nice man. Yeah. Like, the, I don't know if you saw the video of the fan who, like, 
casting him a skateboard and a helmet and like he like yeah yeah that was hilarious like they they worked the crowd really well during that match i actually re-signed up for iwtv and tried to put it on my um apple tv to watch some and i couldn't it doesn't work um that's a bummer but um yeah go watch this whole whiteout show man it was just fun it was like and apparently it's gonna be an annual thing per chris kolenberg and me and him talked about like it's gonna be an annual thing they're gonna try to do this no ring show every year now which is really cool so i mean yeah i mean rpw i've been saying this for a while like like actual midwest deathmatch promotions they're very few but i think rpw is on the way up they're very much on the way up they're expanding their market like i can like i can say like they want to go back out east they even want to go to places that they haven't been to in the midwest yet they have the chicago dates i can confirm they have a couple dates lined up for Berwyn eagles like they're they're doing everything right by the book and so i'm excited to see the future and i'm gonna be a part of that future filming their shows going forward so i'm excited to be part team rpw going forward and i hope that they come out to the east i'd rather see them than some other promotions that are here like i I know from the last time conversation like they they're very eager to come out back out east because that 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 show at the hbo center was a big hit yeah it was it was dope it was uh very hype yeah i mean i think i think it also helped that the roster they had that night which is really well done too i mean darko um I mean, you've seen Midwest Scum a few times. They're a great tag team. And, of course, Tommy's been killing it. Um, and, I mean, yeah, as, as Remington Roars a champ there now. They have a good champions room with Tommy, Remington, and Hoodfoot, uh-huh. all their champs. So um, they have a lot going on. And, um, what else? I mean, kind of just some end-of-the-year stuff. I mean, has there been any update on the the – deathmatch wrestler list that you were going to put out or yeah so i was actually thinking about that the <laughs> last few days and i'm not sure that putting it out after ngi is like the best idea because like what if people just like forget so yeah I was doing it this weekend to be honest yeah, it'll get but, a little early christmas I, present I don't know. i'm thinking about like it's either going to be next weekend or next the weekend after that i'm just not sure which weekend to do it Okay. I mean, yeah, we're already coming to the end of the year. This will probably be the last episode we put out for the year. Just so we... would, people would be still honored if they got selected for your like deathmatch of the year 2023, but if they were what if we were in 2024? Like I, I don't know if that would... Yeah, I, I I I tend to agree with you on that sense. I feel um, like them probably this weekend just just make it and put it out there. Yeah, so, just put it out there and just give people the chance now. and yeah. Uh, you know what I'm hesitant about, and I'm like, I really don't care what anyone thinks about me anymore. But um, like the, the Facebook groups have been hijacked absolutely by like fans of a certain promotion, and this isn't Lauren's opinion. This is my opinion. So you guys can uh, yell. Yeah. And they unfairly vote on things, so I like they just vote multiple times or pull together. So I'm just concerned that they're all just going to be like, let's just vote like X, Y, and Z, and leave everyone else out, and then like that like ruins the award. So I'm, I'm hoping that people. I take this seriously and give it a fair vote. You know what I mean? Instead yeah, just, no, you're completely valid in what you're saying. If that because... happens, I, I'm just going to not release them. So I'm just letting everyone know that. 
Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm going to look through the votes, and if there's multiple ones in, like, the same email, like, I'm just not going to do the award. So, yeah, I mean, if you want this to happen. Yeah, I don't blame you, but, um, since it is end of the year stuff, though, um, it's been, it's been a good year for Deathmatch Wrestling. I mean, we got Dream Kasai back in the United States. It's been fun. It's been a better year, I think, than 2022, for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, Listen, I mean, I miss Drew Parker in more ways than one. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? What? I said I miss Drew Parker in more ways than one. I miss Drew too. He he was kind of the glue that held it together for a while. But when you think of 2022 Deathmatch Wrestling, I I think it was a pretty mediocre year. I can't really think of anything that really I, sticks out. I mean unpopular opinions aside, Drake Younger coming back to Deathmatch Wrestling. That was good. I will say this, and I know, I know, and I'm sorry to everyone that he is somewhat still unpopular with people, and I've I've learned to open my horizons on things, but I think Drake Younger is still, he still got it. He still got it. One of the highlights of 2022. Like when you look back, you had NGI seven and G and TOS seven. I thought those were kind of mediocre. I, I uh, thought, I mean, I thought NGI, club. I thought NGI seven was great because I thought the Chicago crowd was the best that it had ever been in Summer Park. But I feel like there were some results of that the that tournament that I just wish we could take back. Yeah, like nobody really talks about it. No one really liked the ending of it. Like, I mean, unless you're like us who knows and like remembers this stuff, but you know. I feel like twenty twenty three like knocked it out of the park. We had TOS, which was I thought was awesome. Arena the first female winner of, of a GCW deathmatch tournament. Yeah, we had um Cage of Survival came out with the biggest survival. surprise the homecoming. Of the, homecoming was big. We had Canada, we had War Games we had the 700 light tube match like i think yeah, like, yeah i don't think there's any comparison 2023 i think knocked it out of the park and i mean listen like i still think it's crazy to me um we got necro butcher back in big japan wrestling yeah you got i got the, the he got guys, him and pondo and their brand and they're going back to end the year with akira and sato yep I'm Dude, so um, I'm pumped for Sato. You know what I think is better about this year too? In 2022, when the year started out, it was very like transitional because you had a lot of these guys who were like staples of the scene either get like canceled or retire or like unfortunately pass away. And you didn't really have like an established bunch of yeah. new guys. Now you have like guys like Vendetta and MM3 and Redacted, like all these people that kind of just came this year. I feel like well, Redacted had kind of come end of last year, but really 2023 was his year. Yeah, they fit, they they came into their own, and now I feel like there's a, a new crop. There I is. Feels better than I than I I feel more certain about guys breaking out next year, and I mean, there's you never know where the next some of these next deathmatch guys are going to come from, and and guys that we hope aren't just doing it for the cloud. I mean. Yeah. Hell, like I will say this. I saw some of the clips from ETU where Marcus and Ken Broadway had that death match. Good to see Marcus Mathers doing a death match again. I know he's done with them because he's kind of 
gone to bigger and better things. But it was good to see him back in the deathmatch game for just a little bit. Look what happened. I, I His walked, back got yeah, scorched. Like, what the fuck happened? And he was like, oh, it's just like one tube. Like that dude scars so easily. So I understand why. Yeah, I understand why he doesn't do that. Like, he's trying to get on TV and be like yeah. a TV wrestler. That makes sense. Like he scars that. I'm trying badly. to. I just I know this is a deathmatch podcast, but Marcus Mathers, I'm gonna say this. I can see him being the first like H2O center like student to actually be like signed to a major company. Like yeah, I sure. either I him that. or Rocket would be the two like actual potentials. I mean, I, I know there's others as well, but I can Alec see those. Christ and Jordan are next to go also from GCW. I, I, I mentioned it. Jordan Oliver, we've been waiting for a while. I think him and Nick Wayne should be a tag team on TV. I think Alec is so good as well. I do too. Even he, the last couple months, he's gotten so much better. Also, with and like Blake. I, I said the Connecticut show had some really good matches. Yeah, t- Connecticut had some good stuff going on. I mean, I Those love... I love that Miracle Generation tag team. I think they're awesome. Like they were, uh, I'm bummed I missed out on them because they came to Freelance the Saturday they did RPW. And it was them and the formerly team formerly known as the Bang Bros, Davey Bang and August Matthews in a match. And I would have been there in a heartbeat for that match. If it wasn't on a damn Saturday. Yeah, they got some good people. Yeah, I mean, East Coast wrestling is thriving. But um, back to the deathmatch stuff, I mean, I just, I'm trying to think like my match of the year, like just kind of going on a whim. Man's Takeda, hands yeah. down. Um, because Side Tremont was good, but I don't think it was like the level of Man's Takeda. I'm trying to think. I mean, the I, the War Games match was very good because it told a decent story and it gave us like little itty bitty dream matches with some of the guys. You know what my favorite match of the year was? What? Um, GCW versus IWS fans bring the weapons match. That was my favorite. That looks so wild. Oh my yeah, god. And those Canadian fans are more prepared for a death match than we are. They had crazy weapons. They brought crazy shit. Place was packed. They were going nuts. They were chanting in French while light shoes were That's breaking. so cool. That's Gage. so cool. Nick Gage was there for the first time after like not being allowed in because of a felony. He was just a nuts. It, it looked like a really cool environment. And that yeah. theater they that theater they ran in it looked so cool. It's huge. La Olympia. Dude, yeah, yeah La Olympia. Like my favorite. Um, I know not a lot of people talk about it, but I I I went and I drove there, so that was <laughs> um but like for a local one, I, I gotta agree with you with uh Takeda Mance. That was unreal. Um, what else? Maybe for Masha me? and Rena too. Masha Rena was aw- in, in um Corican was awesome. And I also like their Cage of Survival matchup. I did too because it also told a story and I think a lot of us saw the ending coming, but I think it was a great ending. And I, I just thought it was very well done. Like I will say this about GCW this year. I feel like the storytelling has ramped up big time. I, I like, yeah. It, it really feels like they're putting an investment in the storyline. I mean, hell, you got freaking Richard Holiday and Charles Mason on the storyline for crying out loud. Like, I honestly it, think... It, 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 this was two years ago, we'd be laughing, be like, oh, why are GCW doing stories? I honestly think that... I know that Atticus and Ricky and all them, like, they did make strides for storytelling there, but I really think you can attribute a lot of this to Cardona coming over. Yeah, I mean, Card... I will, I'm going to say this about Cardona, and I've been meaning to say this in public for a while, 
and I just because the whole water thing is hilarious and like everything he touches is gold. That's Matt, my fault, by the way. No one knows. Is that. that your fault? I brought water to Hartford. I went and got it at the Home Depot. Okay. Sunday, I drove Bruso to the venue and I said, you know what? I have to be up at six in the morning to be at the airport. Oh. So no one was, so I left. And no the water was still on the, the car. No, no one, the water was used up. Okay. I was supposed to be the one to get the water and nobody did it. Because uh, I was there. Dad went to go do it. And instead of going to, a place that sold cases of water. He just went to a bodega and bought like a couple jugs of water. And then the, the tree happened. I, I, I was like, I, when it came out, I knew instantly what it was about. And I was fucking uh, I actually messaged Cardona. And I said, I'm sorry about it. And he's like, dude, it's not your fault about that. That was funny, though. That's hilarious. Um, But with Cardona, I feel like he figured out the Indies before the Indies figured out him. But I feel like, yeah, he inspired. He figured people. out the Indies before they figured out him. Like he, he, he broke the system. Yeah, and I don't see guys like Holiday and Hammerstone and Mason having these types of matches unless Cardona laid the groundwork for it. And I, I honestly, I'm loving the Richard Holiday like Renaissance. I like, like dude. I, I think love Richard, man. Star. I think. Well, I, I watched, I watched him and MLW with him, MJF, and Hammerstone, and they were great together you know who loves richard holiday and thinks he should be on wwe who Cornette. i bet i'm he not surprised holiday. yeah i think he's awesome and he, he's good dude he's he's really good he's yeah a wrestler. he is he's very classic with a new style gimmick i like and hammerstone yeah like hammerstone deathmatch stuff that that dude surprises me i know we're talking about non-deathmatch stuff on a deathmatch yeah, well, podcast some, but the point of that is there's been some good GCW think, independent um, wrestling matches that aren't death matches too. Yeah, twenty two. I was like kind of bored with it. I was trying to think yeah. what else. I mean, um, Steph, oh, or Sawyer, all, all these stories. Wait, I, have, I have a match that maybe that I saw that needs to be seen by a lot more people because it was done in a very regional part of the country. Was insane eight this year with Eric Dillinger and Yanni Giannis. That's a good ass match. That was a good match. Yanni, I don't think he does many death matches anymore, but boy, did he show out with and like Eric Dillinger is a worker's worker. I, I love my dude Eric. Like that's one of my favorite dudes in the world. Like literally, was my like my biggest cheerleader in the back when I started filming the show show for NHB. Nothing yeah. but love for that man and like. Like the he he hated the fact that he had to bow out an insane eight because of that gash he got. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll put it this way: his gash I saw up close, and that was really gross to me. The Otis Coger gash at RPW is a close second. Yeah, that was nasty. Uh, yeah, like the entire locker room was absolutely mortified at Otis's. <laughs> Dillinger's was like, oh yeah, everyone's minding their own business. And like, but me and Eric are talking, and I'm like, you are going to the hospital. I don't care what anyone else tells you. Like, not to peel the current back enough, but um, what else? No, 700 tubes. Neil Diamond Cutter and Matt Treman killed sick. it. You know what a great ICW match was? What? I love this match. I don't. I feel like people forgot about it, but um, Declan Grant Orin Bite. 
match. One of the better Orn fight matches. And he threw him through the fucking paint that, onto the floor. Yeah. Oh, that that was so that bump was gross. Oh, that was a good that was a good match. Yeah. And I'm trying to think. I mean, another ICW match. Um, wasn't really much of a death match. It was hardcore. Was Josh Bishop and Cruel in Chicago was really Cruel good. Has been had a, a great year too. He has. Um, I, I I like him. I I know I wasn't supposed to like him. Cruel. Cool. I I liked him before you did because I thought uh, I, I like I, I like my enigmas in wrestling. Oh, we haven't even talked about the the fact we got cinematic death matches in twenty twenty three. Oh, that's why I got the IWTV. So um, spook this, I can't watch. I want to say two things. The Spooky Dust special was freaking awesome. The whole special they did was really cool. I love the the way they went about that, and I love that they released it when they did like devil's night and then of course the death of matt tremont like that was cool like the the horror movie callbacks were really great tremont and cruel actually had a cool match they had like cover of the goat as cameoed in it like it's so, like jaden newman nathan mori like they're all in it for no good reason whatsoever did um, you see when matt was getting hit this weekend he was doing like the maniac laugh i I am so. I will say this. I I I, I like the Killdozer gimmick. I, like I just it. I just wish he keep the damn mask on. Yeah, keep that shit it. on. It's, it's dope. I don't know dude. why he takes it off. Like, like, or what they should do is like he should have like a makeup artist. Like, have like do like a two face thing with him. Have Tara do it. Damn. Like to have him like do like a gimmick thing where it's like he's like two face. Like oh he came back, but like yeah. like family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just like, like I can't take it as seriously because he takes the mask off. Lenses? No, I didn't know he has different wearing... color eyes now. Oh, okay. I didn't, notice, a, that, I didn't notice that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love when he comes like, out the corn. I think that's the funniest thing ever. He came out the corn. Dude, he got hit by Jimmy and like did like a maniac laugh. Yeah. And, like, the blood came down, and I was like, man, that seems like the real map because the real map laughs at fucking injuries and shit he doesn't care at but all. like he but like the baby face stream on we all know like he would like sell it and i, I like those are the little touches i mean we, we cinematic fucking death matches in 2023 like um we had like remington roar chuck stein we had um joel babin vixen and mad dog we had yeah. hardcore kyle like the total um that faction that they have like I, I love we got cinematic death matches. Like give us more. That's not so Jack Murdoch. That was a good match too. That was really good. Takana Janella. Or no, Kasai. No, Kasai Janella is what I'm talking about. Or no. Yeah. We well, actually, no, Takana Janella was really good. Then Kasai Janella was really good. Um, Casey Reno. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff this year. Yeah, uh, dude, in twenty twenty two, GCW was like shying away from the death matches on the New Jersey. Oh show. yeah, kind of see no, if they had the one. No, this is what happens. Everyone forgets that they do death matches, and then everyone well, says, "Oh, more frequently now." Well, I think because the they they're saying the markets where they can do them exactly. But in twenty twenty two, I feel like there was a a stint where like you weren't really sure if you were going to see one. I mean. Yeah, it just. I, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of hoping. I'm pulling for a Casey Kirk comeback here soon. I thought she would have. I, I, I thought. I, I thought she would have come back 
on Saturday. Well, I remember the Kirks, like, life of, they were like, we need a break, like, um, to, like, you know, be with family. And I mean, I get that. I know she also got surgery as well. Casey's one of my favorite wrestlers, so I'm... I know, you... I know. Hmm. Well... What a year, though. Um, I've, I've had a blast. Yeah, what a year. What a crazy year. I mean, TOS... Um, TOS was great. I got, I got to, I got to like Lang City more than once in a year, so that's yeah. kind of a big one for me. And I'll probably do that again <laughs> next year. Um, yeah, I think we really kind of covered it all. I mean, it's it's been a good end of um, as I said, this will probably be the last episode of the year 2023 before. And, um, I think now is as good of a time as ever as we'll make this announcement. Because me and Mike, as as I told everyone, we were doing a reevaluation period, and me and Mike have decided that we're going to go to weekly for your dose of death podcast. He, so you, and you can all thank Mike for this one because he's the one who's like, I want to do weekly, and I'm like, okay then. Yeah, so, I'm a person that operates better when I have like a set schedule every week is gonna be the same thing and like bi-weekly or like monthly stuff in general i always like forget about or something comes yeah up. I have a weekly thing. i feel like we're just gonna be able to bring you guys more coverage of things so yeah and more coverage more interviews more stuff yeah. and if something comes up where we have more than one we'll make sure that gets out to you guys and of course remember we have a patreon as well so it'll be on there early for all our or early listeners oh my goodness i can't speak but um yeah i think that's really the big announcement we have at the end here so we are going to go weekly once the year 2024 starts so i'd be damned um definitely gonna try to line up a few interviews here and there i have to get back to my list of people i want to interview and just you know um i know one person we are definitely going to talk to and i just need to set up with them is john bullard you guys may know him. You guys may know him as the voice of one of the voices of RPW, but he just was hired on as the English commentator for Big Japan Wrestling. So Big Japan is going into the English commentary game. So for those of you that are big fans of BJW, you will be hearing English commentary for the first time ever. I don't think they've ever had English commentary in their history. No, they don't. They haven't had it. No, and I mean as. Also, I was going to ask you, speaking of Japanese wrestling, did you hear about that whole, like, that union? Like, New Japan, BJW, it's like New Japan, NOAA, BJW, like, it's like, it's insane. It's like a nine-promotion union. They should do that here. I know it's never going to happen, but... That will never happen. You would have to, it would have to be like an indie wrestling union. I think it's, I think I love the idea behind that. I think it's... I do too. So, no, but, um, yeah, we're definitely going to have John Bullard on. He has a lot of stuff going on. Um, also, um, definitely will, um, I'm still trying my best to get Brett Lauderdale on this. I did put a tweet out to try and start that manifestation, but 2024, cross your damn fingers on it. Um, yeah. He was trying to interview and you got kind of blamed for it and then it fell through. Wait, what? I was trying to interview Ian Rotten and 
No, it's not my fault. But it didn't work out. But I still want to do the interview. And if I'm going to do it by myself, then I'll do it by myself. But I uh, I want to talk to that man. So look look for Kings Road to do something with that. I mean, there, there's a bunch, but we we will we will converse on interviews when the time comes. But I think, I think that's all we got for now, guys. I think thank you for listening to this end of the year episode slash catch up on the month of December and such. So hope you guys have a good holidays. Hope you guys have a good New Year, and um, long live Deathmatch. That's how I'm gonna end this. So long live Deathmatch, and let's have some fun, boys and girls. Have a good night and have a good rest of your day. Whenever you listen to this. has been a count out podcast say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.